Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the new face of video games. Blessing at Oye Jr. Tim, do you, do you smell that in the air? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do, bless. Tim, I'm I'm thinking review season is back. It's back, baby. It's back. back. Better than ever. Yeah. We got things popping off left and right. So yeah, that's a note for everyone. The next couple of weeks, we got some fun reviews coming. So stay, keep your eyes peeled. Keep your ears peeled to uh the kind of funny games cast isn't that right big daddy greg miller that's right tim new reviews can drop at any point in time but usually just a few, you know a day or two before we expect them the game to come out yeah. but yeah there's a lot of reviews coming and there's not enough time to play them all i'll tell you what yeah video games are cool isn't that right nitro rifle andy cortez apple time apple time now what did you say what kind of apple you have honey crisp of course see i want you to know i you know again I would never try adventuring. Chappy cool, chappy cool. I don't know where it went wrong. We had a whole conversation about Honeycrisp apples and how they're amazing, right? I just had a gala apple. Who let this garbage apple into my house? I don't know, but let me tell you, it doesn't hold a candle at the Honeycrisp ever. It sure doesn't. It sure doesn't. I'm glad you're speaking the truth right now because I, I was worried that you weren't going to be honest about your feelings, but yes, correct. you know, You know where my apple allegiance lies, and it's sure firmly do. with the Honeycrisp game. I appreciate that on this games cast, Greg. Already out the gate, keeping it real. It's a fat five. Clear, if I ever that saw that is one. a fat five. That doesn't have it. Just be fat five in general. I do believe, just based on knowing him and eye contact over there, Blessing went and Googled those apples because he only knows <laughs> if there's a red or a green apple. Am I wrong? <laughs> I saw it. The eyes go wide and then I click to the screen and then I come back. I'm like, oh, I, I really you. had to figure out which was which. I was like, all right, which ones are the fucking gala apples? Which ones are the honey crisps? I love those green apples. Those green apples are great. Great How about them apples? I of course, to, this... I, that used to be my apple, and then it was, you don't, but it's you like don't fuck sour. With green anymore. No, I know I, I fuck with them still once in a while, but then like that's such, uh, you know, I'm a regular old once you once you mature. horse over here. I'll eat any 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 one of the Honeycrisp, even this gala shit. I'll eat it right any day of the week. Whereas a granny, you have to be in a mood for. I want it, you want to do the sour mm. face when you eat it. Yeah. Hello. I'm a regular clomper clomper horse. This is the kind of funny games cast, everybody. Each and every week, we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them and apples. How about that? Uh, of course, you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com. You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games cast. And we'll be right there for you. Uh, if you wanted to get the show ad free, watch live as it's being recorded and Get the exclusive post show. You got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Delaney Twinning, James Hastings, Casey Andrew, Gordon McGuire, and Al Tribesman. If done, we appreciate all of you so very, very much. Uh, if you don't have bucks to toss our way on Patreon, that's totally cool. When you're out there on the Epic Game Store buying video games, if you use the Epic Creator Code kind of funny, it helps us without costing you a penny more. And we appreciate you so very much for doing that. A little housekeeping for you. Uh, the Merch of the Month continues on. The Tropical Collection is live now, designed by Nick at Campfire Designs. You can check it out. A lot of cool stuff there. If you ever wanted a beach towel, in blaze 
reasoned with kind of funny stuff. Now is your chance. We got some sunglasses. We got some pins. We got a whole bunch of cool stuff, including a, a very fun festive shirt in multiple colors that you can go check out. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Today we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Athletic Greens, and MeUndies. But we'll have to tell you all about that later. We got games to review because it is review season part two. Greg Miller. You've yeah. been playing a whole bunch of Escape Academy, a game that we played at Summer Game Fest Play Days a couple of weeks ago and uh, gave some of our impressions on. But you've now beat it and you have Correct. your review. What are your Correct. thoughts? Uh, we went to Summer Game Fest. Blessing and I played Escape Academy and we had a great time. Isn't that right, Blessing? Yeah, I adored it. I, I can't wait for it. In fact, I was jealous when uh, you got a code and I, I didn't. And I'm just sitting here watching you play Escape Academy in front of me, and it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I believe it was that you just wouldn't bend that you wanted a PlayStation code. Wasn't that the problem? No, I think it was the other way around. I think I, I wanted a PlayStation code. I didn't want a, a PC code. Wow, yeah, somebody's so lying here. Somebody's lying. I thought that's what I just Someone's said. You lying. wanted, ben, you wanted a bottom. PlayStation code. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought yeah. you meant like, yeah, that I didn't want a PlayStation code. Yeah, no, I wanted a PlayStation code because I wanted to play the game with a, with a friend, right? Like, yeah, And that's actually my first question for you is like, I look at Escape Academy and I compare it to Operation Tango, which for me was a co-op game. I played that game with sure. Yami. We had a fantastic time because it is like, all right, cool. You go over here. I go over here. Like, let me figure out what like clues I can find so we can figure out how to like work together to escape this thing. And that's how me and you played Escape Academy. And if I'm correct, I think you played this whole game by yourself. I did, yeah. So I played at Summer Game Fest when you and I fell in love with Escape Academy and had a great time with that one level. We played a co-op. And so, yeah, when they came out and they said, we have only only have the PC codes right now, I said, well, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a PC gamer, so go ahead, hook me up. Send me one of the PC codes right now. And they did, and I jumped in, and yeah, I played the whole thing alone. And it was that I, I tinkered with the idea of like, well, you know, maybe I can do a few of the puzzles with Jen. I can, you know, try something that way. And then it just never worked out because I usually play games after she goes to bed. So, yeah, I played the entire game uh, through solo. And I'm happy to report that the experience we had together and the I think how impressed we were with the game at Summer Game Fest uh, rings through here. Uh, I think this is a four out of five. I think this is a great game. I think it's a, a great game to the point that I would recommend it to anybody. Uh, it's a $20 game. It is on Xbox Game Pass, but it's 20 bucks if you want to buy it on Xbox, if you want to buy it on PlayStation, if you want to buy it on PC. And I had a ball with it. And what I love about it is that, and again, if you're not watching the video right now and haven't seen it before, the idea of Escape Academy is it is a first-person, pretty much point-and-click escape room. You move around with the joystick where you're going to go, but you know you click on stuff, you interact with it, you pick things up, and as you just saw in the footage there, you have it over on your sidebar, like the hammer, the, the clippers there, that you can then use around the world. And uh, the idea is that each one of these are little escape rooms. It's uh, from a developer called Coin Crew Games. They had made a bunch of real-life escape rooms, then they wanted to get into games, and they started making stuff here, and their whole point was, how can we make escape rooms feel as good in a video game as they do in real life and they achieve it here and what i love about it is that escape academy and the puzzles inside of it make me feel smart whereas something like the witness made me feel dumb if that makes sense where i the witness at the I remember when that dropped in i i'm not i'm not a, i don't consider myself a puzzle gamer like i don't like necessarily being stumped and staring at something for you know a bunch of hours trying to figure it out Escape Academy is designed to be digestible. It is these are puzzles that are meant to be conquered, and even if you can't conquer it, there's a you know a, a big old button that is the hint button, and it's not some general wink. Maybe you're not even to that point of the puzzle, or whatever. It is very much like you're in this section. 
this is what you should be doing next. And if you want to keep clicking through, it'll get more and more specific as to like, and eventually pretty much all, but give you the answer, which I only used once or twice. And it was mainly because I wanted to test it out. And obviously once you do it, it totally ruins the puzzle. Cause there's 13 puzzles you you do here. You can replay them after the fact, but once you know them, you know them, there's no RNG to or anything like that. I'm sorry, Andy, your hand went up. Uh, when you lower the difficulty, is it, you know, I know a lot of people had issues with doom where, the lowest difficulty, it's uh, there's Doom no difficulty guy. Here. It's Doom guy with like a, a baby face or whatever. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pacifier, little, yeah, yeah, got a little pacifier, got the little hat on. Do you, does the button say like, hey, I'm a fucking idiot, or does it like, no, 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 it, no, 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 like, no, I need a hint. No, 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 it's mode, just, it's just you know? a hint button, and you do it, and then if you want to, if you want to keep going in, it'll keep doing it for you. I okay. do think it, it affects your grade though. You yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You you are getting graded at, at the end of this because you are in an escape academy. There's a story they layer over this whole thing for what's happening and why it's happening. And so, yeah, you get a letter grade, and that does affect it. I think as well as maybe your time or things like that. But yeah, that was never the motivation for it. And if you were for, I'm sure. You know, again, I'm playing on uh, you know, uh, a PC now. I definitely will replay this for trophies. And when I do, I assume it'll take me no time at all because now that you mm. know how to get to the thing it's going to be over in two seconds right like what i think is you know one of the most ringing endorsements here it's my notebook and these are not notes about did i like the game or not they're all the gibberish puzzles and me jotting down what to do and like diary cool. of a madman scribbling through like what this oh, yeah. thing because the game is so diverse in what it does and how it challenges you and gives you these escape room things which is so great like there are ciphers there's sudoku there's invisible ink there's you know this botany thing you need to do at one point when you're like breeding plants out to make these like they do so much different stuff in here and again back to why i think it works so well is that when you are there the answer is there if that makes sense like the answer is in the room you're you're you haven't locked yourself out of something it is that well, shit, fuck, what do I need to do here? And it, it you know, the, the two times I, or the two times ish, I used the, you know, hint button. Again, I wanted to try it out for what it was like, but then it also was like such robbery to me. If I, the recommendation I would give you is, of course, play this. I think you should play this game. I think you should get it on Game Pass. If you don't use Game Pass, pay the 20 bucks for it because it's going to be a bunch of hours of fun for you. But my advice would be never use the hint button. Because again, even if you, some of the, like one of the things I think Blessing and I talked about that we like so much from Summer Game Fest was the level we were doing didn't have like a countdown clock. It was counting up and it, we were, oh, it's going to affect our score, yada, yada, yada. I would say the majority of the puzzles in this game do have a countdown clock of like, okay, mm. you have 15, 30, 45 minutes, depending on how uh, intense the puzzle is. 45 again, minutes. Sorry. 45 minutes for yeah yeah the deeper you get into the game the bigger the rooms and uh tasks get to be or whatever so you start wow. to really go out yeah. there i want to say me and you did you feel did the pressure like with that minutes. i'm sorry what was it uh, 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 blessing your question you said we went for 30 ish i was yeah i want to say the one that me and you did felt like what like 30 minutes maybe like 20 minutes yeah something range. like that sounds about right for what did we did again? i don't know man siri shut up and then do i feel the pressure fuck yes tim there's one that i want wow. to eventually screenshot and put out that i literally got it with two seconds left where it's like a 20 Damn. minute thing and I got it at 1958 and like, yeah, I felt the pressure on that. And it was the same People thing. Of, there was another one that I, you, I missed or whatever, where it was, <laughs> you know, the countdown clock. And then I finally got to the final, you know, it, you know how this goes is there. It's all, there's so many different parts. There's like any escape room you'd be in. Right. But you get to that thing where you get stumped on one of them forever. And this is actually where I burned one of the, the hints. I got through that, but I had screwed myself over 
where I tried so hard on that one thing that I burned so much time that by the time I got to the other stuff, I knew what I needed to do, but I just couldn't like, there was one final one where like the door that would have been the next thing started to open and the time expired. It's like, fuck. But to my point from earlier, I'm just like, who cares? Once you figure out, like once you figure out the things that are stumbling back, when you come and re- redo it, you'll be to where you got, where you failed because you got stumped on time. You'll be back to in, you know, a minute and a half, five minutes, depending on what, what the thing is. Like you, you'll have so much more time to then explore and figure it out, which again, I think is the way to play the game. I wouldn't burn it or whatever. And like, yeah, again, if to your point, bless, like if you want to play this with somebody, you got to go, you both got to go in fresh. Otherwise, yeah, no, there's no real, again, nothing's going to change about the levels you're doing again, 13 uh, uh, different puzzles inside of the game. The amount of time it takes to beat it and play will obviously vary person to person. My, steam clock was saying yesterday when i when i was uh uh, finishing the final two puzzles it was like six hours so it probably ended at seven actually if i'm being honest not because of the game at all just because i'm an exhausted guy and we went to a comedy show i fell asleep last night pro dad move on the final puzzle i fell asleep so i woke up and all my clock's like 17 hours that doesn't help at all (laughs) (laughs) but again where i left off and you know fell asleep blackout and just exhaustion uh, i was able to get back to it no time so it doesn't matter but i would say it's between depending again this is going to vary depending how smart you are you know i'm a big moron you're going to look at like five six seven hours of content in there like i i went through before this and added up all my final my you you have a best time for every one of your puzzles and all my best times added up to be like four hours and 15 minutes but that's not counting for the two or three where i went to time limit and failed or where i played for a while and quit and came back so Six hours, I would say, right around there. Maybe a little less, maybe a little more, depending on who you are. Andy, I saw your hand first, then I'll come to you, Blessing. What are you doing when you're not doing the puzzles? Like, obviously, you get yeah, higher grades question. for completing them well. And what is the goal for getting a higher grade? Is that affecting anything outside of the puzzles? No, that's all just for... There, there's a lot... There's window dressing on this, right? Like, the easiest way is that... Uh, you know, uh, Coin Crew Games wanted to give you a bunch of different escape rooms to play through. And so they layer on this narrative that you're at the Escape Academy, which, you know, I think they introduce it really cool. And then you're into it. And it's a lot like Deadly Class, the comic book slash TV series. Nobody supported the TV series. Comic book, y'all support it. I'm proud of you for that. But the idea of like this secret academy that you're so good at escape rooms, they invite you into and you get to go do. But it pops up very much like uh, indie persona of, you know, like, the character art pops up, the text fills in in a box explaining what's going on. Maybe there's a little bit of a back and forth. Maybe there's a throwaway line of dialogue to introduce every character. And then you're into the new room to go do whatever you want, whatever it is. And so, yeah, the grade is strictly there at the end to be like, cool. Like, you know, this is what you did with it. But I think overall, it's pretty meaningless, right? Because you're just like, well, whatever. I, I Did I finish it or did I not finish it? And then even if you finish it, again, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a trophy for getting an A plus on every level or whatever. But that it would just be so cl- easy to go back, especially with your notes jotted down for what the actual solutions were to run through and do it. Did that stuff enhance so, the experience? Uh, the, the set, the set dressing. Sure. Like I, you know, when blessing and I were playing it and we were doing the level where the water was rising and we're trying to get out and figure everything out. Like it was a kind of jarring thing of like, why would I at an Academy have this janitor telling me what to do? But the way they introduced it, I'm like, Oh, that's a novel little idea. And then, the characters you meet there are fine. And again, they're basically a VO line here or there to push you on your way and do it. But I appreciated it. And you are 
earning badges uh, as you go. That's how like you you're filling out this thing in your dorm room and you're putting together a little memento wall. And like as you go throughout in general, things from those levels are starting to populate your dorm room. But it's all just one of those. Oh, that's neat. On to the next thing. It's not like you're hanging out in your dorm room or really going through and be like, oh, I remember this level so well or anything like that. It's just. That, nice that was giving my my question because when we played, right, we finished the level and then it kicked us to the, to the dorm room, and it looked like the dorm room was somewhat explorable, where you can like walk to a walk to a part of the room and like do a thing or like turn to a side and like do other shit there. Is the dorm room really just? Oh yeah, you're here for a second, but really so you're just trying to get back into the levels as quick as possible. 100 percent yeah it's it's all just the webbing between this trying to give you something to set the stage for why you're doing it the dorm room yeah you can click on stuff and get like a little throwaway line about whatever memento but nothing like worth your time right you you don't name your character your character's not customizable you only see it if you look in the mirror and then a couple like maybe the final cutscene, but like it don't matter did, did you have a preferred way to play uh, between single player and, and multiplayer? Motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if, in a, it's, <laughs> I think both have their pros and cons. And I think they changed the experience. Like, I definitely found it, it what it reminded me a lot of, and this is uh, a huge pro for me, but then also a con to think about how much longer I, I played it. It reminded me in a lot of ways of Brain Age. And, like, I remember playing Brain Age on my DS and, like, that, you know, it was the, at the time, like, such an Animal Crossing thing, right? Of every day, turning it on, doing whatever the challenge was, uh, feeling it out, having a great time with it. And for me playing and reviewing this, having it be like, all right, cool. You know, we finished watching this movie or the show. I'm going to jump in and do maybe a puzzle, maybe two, maybe an escape room, maybe two escape rooms, right? Like, I felt that and liked that and really enjoyed that experience. And I enjoyed taking my time with it. And like, there is that thing uh, that is different than playing co-op. Like when we played the level bless, right at one point, you know, there is, it was in Barrett's B roll where there is these like half complete, almost digital numbers on the wall. And you have to take like these, like a uh, uh, translucent pieces of sheet and put them on and figure out what number is what number. And so like when we were doing that together, I was over at the dial. You were calling out the numbers and like, I eventually put it in and unlock the thing and we moved on in the world. So coming back to that this time around, it was like, Oh, I don't even know what this experience is like. And so I liked being able to walk over there and hang the things and figure it out and put it up and be like, Oh no, this isn't it. And blah, blah, blah. Like there's a different vibe to it. Like when you and I were tag teaming it, I felt like it was about speed. It was about this call. the thing I was, out. Say, was it taking you longer now that you had to do all the steps as opposed to sharing it with another person? It's hard to say, right? But I'd imagine, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I mean, like, I don't have much to compare it on because, you know, mm-hmm. by the time we got to our level, I did, I don't remember the solutions, but I remembered how to get to the solutions. Uh, and so, like, for me, for sure, there was like, there's a level towards the end here. Maybe, yeah, it's actually the, la- the last escape room where it was like, fuck my goat ass. Like, I'm walking around, <laughs> like, what the shit am I looking for? Where is it going to be? And like, because again, like, the game does a great job of hiding solutions in plain sight which I also also think is pretty impressive of like, you'll, you know, shelves that look like every other shelf, but then there's something on them you need, or even something being in the seat of a chair that you've blown by four or five times. Like, Oh fuck, this was right here the whole time. Like that's good. Like it wants you to be very much in the scene. It wants you to be very much living in that environment. And, you know, if you aren't, if you're not uh, watching the video and stuff, like, it's got its own art style. It's basic to an extent, right? It's not like realistic. It's not like there's a lot of nooks and crannies, but it's got, it's a charming art style that I think works for what it's doing. And then also like whenever it introduces a new concept, like when you're looking around trying to figure it out, some the clues are almost always like 
on the nose not necessarily like this is the solution but like oh you're calling this out which means i need to pay attention to that why would you say you know oh, it got to be an ace or whatever like you know it's all these different things like you know you actually have to pay attention you learn the rules of the world as you play and i really enjoyed being lost in that well this might be a, a tough question to answer but would you describe it as easy because uh, you know as you describe as you describe it um earlier on you invoked the witness and like mm -hmm. you know in, in the streets greg uh, they like they like to call me Puzzle Poppy. That's one of my nicknames. I, yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that. Yeah, Puzzle Poppy. I think there's an emote for it actually on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny is. Um, what streets, that, by the way? What streets? Oh, Puzzle Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. Okay, that's where we're going with it, everybody. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, the, the Witness, <laughs> the Witness is one that I fucking love, right? Like, the Witness is probably one of my favorite puzzle games, but I was also a game that absolutely kicked my ass a lot of the time. And I, I think. A big reason uh, for that is the witness does not hold your hand whatsoever. And it being this open environment meant that I would go over to one um, one area to do a puzzle and like start it, start it up and go, do I even know what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Like, did the game even teach me like what the solution to this kind of puzzle is? Or do I need to go all the way over here to figure it out? Right. Like the entire island was it was a pu puzzle uh, in and of itself, which made it kind of hard to kind of condense things down in that way. Whereas in the way that you're describing Escape Academy, it sounds like each room is so condensed like each room is its own puzzle that you don't have to really think about what the rest of the the puzzle rooms outside of that room might be or like what the rest of the levels sure. might be outside of that would you describe it as easy i guess comparative to, to other puzzle games in that sense the word I, I won't dance around it i'll give you a straight answer right and i would say yes but not but not in a negative sense what i think a better way to i would describe it would be approachable again i think like mm. They've designed a game and they've designed these escape rooms that are meant to be beaten. They aren't meant to beat you. And so it really is up to you if you want to like double down and never use the hit button or use the hint button. Or, you know, once you just learn what's wrong, what you missed, that's always the thing, right? The two times I used the hint button, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck. I walked right by that thing a million times. Or, I never would have thought of that. That would have been one that I would have walked around this thing for multiple playthroughs. And I don't know if I ever would have clicked in my head to push things over. But like that thing for me was few and far between, right? If there's only one and I can think of that. I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting because I've never done anything like that in this game. And I'm so late into the game that it wants me to do that. Mm. Awesome. That's a really cool way. It's just like, it, you know, in some ways, uh, you know, I, I, I'm resting my laurels, right? I'm, I, you think you know what the game would have you do. And it's not like some drastically cra crazy thing. It's just, unlike anything you had done in the game of exploring the space and again that's awesome that's cool i think in the way of challenging you and then i also think you know it's awesome and cool that there's a button to get out of it if you want to i would just say if you're not on a review deadline don't worry about it <laughs> don't ever use it or you know if you're playing with your friends call out stuff and try stuff out does the game feel designed around co-op versus single player like do you think that it, you'd get a different experience out of it one way or the other i do think you get a different experience out of it i think both are fun and both are equally enjoyable like that was my concern because like again like you know there was one where when blessing and i were playing together we were doing split screen local and there's online uh multiplayer for this too but there's split screen local as well and you know it was a cipher and so bless had called pulled up the cipher and i was then looking off of his screen and jot jotting things down and then trying to do something on my screen right I was worried before getting the review code and being able to play through it that those would be those weird moments where it would be really clunky and it would really be annoying. That didn't happen. Like it, the game does a great job of 
when you call up the uh, items in your inventory, you can pin things to your screen. So like in that instance, right, I just pinned the the cipher to my screen and then I was working off the code and doing it that way. Um, you know, it'd be cool. It, it was cool and blessed. And I were calling things out and doing things. I was, you know, again, a notebook full of a whole bunch of different crazy notes. And then, of course, I was taking screenshots with my phone and then looking at them while I was trying to solve other puzzles and stuff. I think it really does morph to what experience you want out of it more like i really you know i it, i would have totally been down to do this co-op the entire way through with somebody but i also really enjoyed it on my own cool on the kind of funny scale what would you give it greg it's a four out of five it's great you know what i mean like i think it, it uh, you know it's, it falls short of being amazing for me because i I think not amazing isn't unattainable we've given out a lot of five out of fives here already but it's just one of those things where like this is so great like it's such a great experience that i would recommend to anybody blah blah but like did it amaze me? Like, was I, you know, I was like floored by any of it? No. And I think part of that goes back to them making it an approachable game where again, mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't think it's synonymous with easy, but it is, you know, some things of like, okay, cool. Like I understand what you're driving at here. And I understand like when you're putting this thing out or underlining this, like it makes me feel smart. As I said, right. I, it, it, I am not smart. I know that. <laughs> and so like, it does get to that thing of like, it is designed to, hit me and scratch that itch and give me those endorphins where i feel like i'm solving something when i'm really not as the witness would have proved when you watch me play and struggle that right like there is that thing which again though that is the experience i think is great here and i do think it works really well and i do recommend it and i think it's like even if you had a passing interest in it i would say go get it because i think like if you are looking for something to play with a friend if you are looking for something you know uh to be a nightcap for you if you're just looking to try it and you have xbox game pass like it's you know my my full uh, power of Greg Miller behind it of how much I enjoyed it. I hope we get more. You know, again, like it, they are very clear in this. Like you know, this is your like first year at the academy. I'm hoping that they do a sequel. I'm hoping that they keep going. Maybe DLCs or episodic or whatever. But and that would be the one thing again that holds it back. Where it's like, and that even holds it back, I guess. But I finish it and I want more. I don't feel like I you know I deserve more. I think twenty dollars is a super fair price for this, especially when you consider like you know how much i want to watch the movies that are in theaters at home so i'll buy the amazon i'll give you the 20 bucks for whatever you know early rent and i get way more hours out of this but then there is that thing of like outside of trophies there's really no replay value to it right like no, since nothing gets juggled, not like a nothing, challenge mode or anything like that yeah exactly it's it's literally just like okay cool you can replay the stuff from your dorm or start a new game but why would I start a new game with somebody when I'm going to be there like well why don't you go well, Tim go check out that thing yeah. you know man that banana looks so, weird <laughs> What's up with that banana? Uh, later this week, Mike and Nick are going to stream it on Kind of Funny Games Twitch channel. How do you think that's going to go? Excellent. Like, I th- yeah. this is it's going to be fun. And that's what, you know, Blessing and I saw that on our own when we were playing co-op with it. And I think they'll have the same th- experience with it where I, I'm very excited to watch that and be on the outside being like, oh, no, Nick, do this thing, do that. I don't think it'll be. I don't think necessarily right away you're going to run into these levels of frustration. I think it's frustrating in the right points. Again, it's the time crunch, right? There's a level eventually where, you know, you're poisoned and you need to make your antidote. And so running around and doing all these things and like, it's always that thing where, you know, it's on the other side of the locked liquor cabinet. You can see the thing you need, but even the thing you see you need, you don't know how to use until you find that. Like, I think it'll be fun of them running around their hair on fire and hopefully, you know, Mike paying, a little bit of attention to it. We know that he struggles with, <laughs> you know, yelling at Nick what to do, but I think they're going to have a great time with it. I can't wait. There you go. Escape Academy, four out of five from Kind of Funny. Now, I want to talk about some other games, but before I do that, let me tell you about our sponsors. 
Shout out to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this episode. I started taking AG1 because I'm not a big pill guy. I don't want to spend a lot of time on extra things, but I wanted to make sure that I was taking care of my health. Now, I've been using it the last couple months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has a fun tropical taste that I actually look forward to in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focused, and aging. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny shout out to express vpn for sponsoring this episode when you use the bathroom you always close the door behind you right well you don't want random passerbyers looking in on you so why would you let people look in on you when you go online your internet service provider knows every single website you visit express vpn puts a stop to this it creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone i use express vpn on all my devices whether it's my phone my desktop uh all everything anytime i'm using the internet just because i am trying to stay as safe as possible the best part is using express vpn is as easy as closing the bathroom door you just fire up the app you click one button and you're protected. It is so easy. It's the biggest button in the world. One click, you're done. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself today by visiting expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. You can use our link, expressvpn.com slash kind of funny, and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. Are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't booked and busy already? But thankfully, Me Undies wants to help make this summer the most comfortable one you will never forget because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. And I know that from experience, but you know what? Me Undies has always been there to help me. I'm always wearing my Me Undies shirts, my lounge pants, my lounge shorts, my Undies themselves, the socks. I'm a Me Undies fanboy. Wouldn't have it any other way. I just absolutely love the socks soft micro modal fabric find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small all the way up to 4xl meundies has a great offer for all of you out there for any first-time purchasers you can get 15 percent off for a limited time if you sign up for the free to join meundies membership you get 25 percent off your first membership item to get 50 percent off your order 25 percent off your first membership item and a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash kind of funny that's meundies.com slash kind of funny bless it's been a couple weeks that we've been playing a game a collection of games that you and i are both very big fans of and we haven't been on the same gaming show to talk about it so i don't want to take up too much time but we got to talk about sonic origins what's your experience been so far so i've been trying to work my way through all the games i've only played through all the way through sonic 1 and sonic 2 and i've also played quite a few levels of sonic cd and most of sonic 3 right and those are all those are all four okay, games so that are part most of the of it. collection <laughs> so i played most of it yeah and like you know uh about what a week or so ago you came to me and you're like yo the platinum in this game is actually kind of attainable and so i looked through the trophies and i was like fuck tim is right 
challenges and then also do like the the mission mode which are essentially these like standalone challenges in each of the games that you can do um as i've been playing through i've been having such a blast returning to these games uh it's not like a perfect collection there are some things wrong with it which we can talk about in a sec but just for the idea of returning back to these classic sonic games i think i was telling greg this the other week that like i'm surprised by how good sonic 2d games hold up like they are excellent 2D platformers, like, like not the greatest 2D platformers of all time by any means, because I know people are always like, well, you compare this Mario compared to this. Like, no, but also like <laughs> they're good. They're really good 2D platformers just in terms of like level design, in terms of presentation, in terms of music. Uh, Sonic 2 at this point still re- still remains my favorite 2D Sonic game aside from Sonic Mania. And we'll see how that how that continues as I make my way through Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, but like. There is like yeah, a pr- probably like a four to five level stretch of Sonic 2 that had me like, yo, this game is on another level in terms of the levels it has, right? Like going into Emerald Hill, into into Chemical uh, Plant Zone, uh, uh, Casino Night Zone. Like there is a handful of lo- <clears throat> handful of levels in Sonic 2 that is fantastic, and then you get to the final boss, and I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> this shit is difficult. <laughs> this shit is hard as hell. Uh, but I've been having a blast with it, despite some minor glitches that i've been experiencing and like you know i've looked online and i've seen other people experience other glitches that might be bigger than the ones that i've been experiencing but sonic 2 specifically there's a bug where tails gets caught off screen if you're playing as sonic and tails and i had that bug multiple levels in a row and it was very it's a killer killer, right it was very frustrating not in the you know it's not a game breaker by any means it's just annoying in the sense that well, I picked Sonic and Tails for a reason, right? I want Tails mm-hmm. to be like hanging out. We're with trying me. to cheese those <laughs> bosses, baby. Exactly. And then also with that bug, you can hear Tails off screen stuck on like a bouncy pad usually. And so like just it's just screaming. This, yeah, it's just this annoying <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah, he's like, God, please help me. Uh, me. No, this is is this this annoying bouncy sound that you hear off screen as you're making your way through the level, and it's the most annoying shit. Um, but yeah, like that's been my experience. Tim, how you been enjoying it? Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. There's there has been a, a couple of little bugs here and there, and it's really unfortunate for for this type of collection because it's otherwise I think a a close to perfect collection of the original Sonic games. This is really the first time we've had Sonic Three and Knuckles in widescreen with kind of all the updates that the other titles have seen over the years. Um, I'm similar to you. I've been working my way through them all. Uh, I'm definitely doing it the wrong way, where I keep bouncing out of the games and like playing through uh other ones like just because i want to yeah. kind of play a little little cd a little two little three um i love the presentation overall i love that they added all the animated intros and outros for each of the games it just kind of gives it a lot more kind of cohesion between the entire experience and there's a, a mode that i'm really impressed with that uh i forget the name of it but so there's classic mode and anniversary mode classic mode is just like how the games used to be where it's like more four by three anniversary is the widescreen and uh you don't need to worry about lives or any of that it's kind of just it's a better way to play the game honestly 100%. but there's a <laughs> maybe it's called story mode or something like that i don't know but there's there's a a mode when you go all the way right on the menu that allows you to just play all the games as if they're one seamless experience with the animated cutscenes uh, beginning and ending each one. And I really dig it. Like, I think it's a, mm. it's probably the right way to play through these games, whether it's your first time or your, in my case, hundredth time. Um, but yeah, the, the complaints a lot of people have had, I am right there with the new music that they had in Sonic three to replace the Michael Jackson songs are horrible. They're, they're some of the worst <laughs> the worst sounding things I have ever heard. I can't believe they got approved. Like when you're playing one of the other levels. What do they sound the, like? The original, 
dude, it's just like super shitty quality, like really bad Casio keyboard stuff. And it's backed up against some amazing, like Sonic music, like no matter who you are, it's fantastic, man. Like you can not like the games, whatever the music is so good. And then you get to some of these levels that the original version, like ice cap zone in Sonic three, the song is so good. And the version in this, it's like, it's embarrassing. Like it makes me angry. And like, I literally have turned it off a couple of times because I'm like, who the fuck approved this man? It's a disaster. Wait, do Um, do, Do you think that it was like, a composer trying to emulate a certain style or does it feel like it was just let's grab songs from a sound library it sounds like they were made for this i just don't understand what the direction was because it like it semi is trying to have that like sonic kind of new jack vibe Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't work man it just feels Mm -hmm. like it's out of place entirely like they I, it is a fail. It is a, a huge, huge, huge miss that I can't believe that they're like, yeah, it's good enough. Ship it. Um, but the the mission mode that, that Bless was talking about, I actually really like. It's a bunch of, uh, I forget how many per game, but maybe like 10 or 20 per each of the four games. And you'll just kind of go in with very specific missions where it's like kill six of the, the caterpillars or like go through and don't touch any of these guys. And for games that I've played so many times, I like having kind of new things to do. It kind of feels like the, like there's trophies built into the, the game itself uh, on top of the normal trophies and achievements and stuff. And like bless was saying, the um, platinum is not only attainable, but like it kind of seems like a fun thing to go for. So I'm like, I'm, I'm working my way through and, and enjoying it a lot. One of the weird decisions that they made with this. Um, and I hate when they do this is they changed the button mapping and you can't change it yourself. So like uh, if you're playing on a PlayStation controller, the square button is how I would want the spin dash to, to mm. work. Because kind of like in Mario, you hold that and you kind of do that thumb thing where it's like you hold the run button and then you jump with the the other one. For some reason in this, in the original Sonic games, on the Genesis controller, there was A, B, and C, the three buttons. All three of them did the exact same thing. It, it jumped or spin dashed. For some reason, they changed that. So I had to go into my PlayStation uh, menus and like do the like thing. Do actual, the actual a, like into the D, the playstation in the playstation menu okay yeah i i changed it so it would uh work the way i want it to which is like such a dumb tim thing but it's also like guys come on for this type of collection it's like th- there should be options man <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm really tired of these companies fucking up button mapping it's mm-hmm. like why like that should be the simple thing to get right like you know game development art music i get how that stuff is like difficult or whatever button mapping should be the easy part of this like yes let us remap the buttons because yeah i'm right there with you in terms of i'll press like square and i'm like oh wait oh fuck okay i'm not supposed to be doing this i guess i'll just stick to x and circle for whatever arbitrary reason why they meet these the buttons to uh yeah. to, to, to do it with but like it, you know speaking of interesting choices uh one of the things i at first was like oh this is dumb but then i ended up getting like pulled in by it was the um if you there's a menu you can go to to like unlock things with coins as you play the game if you're like instead of extra lives you can collect coins um and you use those to spend on like just random like videos and like songs and shit right like fan shit that you want to get um and like one of the videos fan shit one of the videos you can get are like the sonic anniversary orchestra videos for each Mm -hmm. of the games and I saw that and I was like, I can literally just watch this on YouTube. Why would I do this? Mm. And then I did it. 
and then I played it, and then I sat back and like let that shit play, and I was like, oh fuck, that was a really fun time. Let me let me spend five coins on Sonic Two Anniversary Orchestra, and I did that, and I didn't I had a fun time with that too. And like they have a they have like a lot of weirdly like you know packed together stuff like that, like the anniversary stuff. They have like you know I think I think the Sonic Generations version of Green Hill Zone, at mm-hmm. least like some 2012 version of Green Hill Zone in there that you can unlock for like five coins. It's like a l- bunch of random shit that. I'm unlocking mainly for the trophies, but also I I do like I, I do, you know, click through that stuff and let it play sometimes. And I'm like, oh man, this is really nice. Like Sonic the Hedgehog just has this weird way of like again pulling you in with music and with like a lot of the nostalgia nostalgia portions of it. Um but yeah, like that's that stuff I do kind of kind of dig as well. Yeah. I'm having a great time with it. You know, I, I've I've always loved these games to varying degrees, but I think this is a great collection. I'd probably give it a four out of five because there are some glaring emissions and just some like weird little issues here and there that like hold it back. Uh, which is really sad because I feel like this is the type of thing that like should be a five. Like it's like a slam dunk, just get the games and do them right. And it's it's upsetting that still not the case, but uh I'm still having fun and I'm definitely gonna platinum this at some point, and then I'm gonna play yeah. it all again on the Switch because that's the type of life that I live. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Andy, you've been living a very different type of life, a very spooky type of life. You're doing something I never thought you would do, playing through Resident Evil 2 Remake. How's that? Sure am. Yeah, sure am. <laughs> um, it's been as scary as, adverti- as advertised. Like I, It's as scary as I assumed it would be. Um, I knew I was kind of getting myself into something, and I have to play in... A, I have to play in really short chunks, which is why it took me about a year blessing to finish Resident Evil 8. Uh, if you remember when we played that on stream, um, I have to play in like two hour bursts. I cannot continue adding stress like that because it just it just it fucks me up, man. Mentally, I just <laughs> my body gets super hot and like my chest feels super warm. It just it just feels you're, so ugly. You're you know? describing exactly how I feel when I play Bloodborne. Like yeah. it took me also a year to play Bloodborne for <laughs> that exact same reason. Yeah, it's a it's a just a bad time. But uh, you know, I totally understand. This is a game that um, I played part two, and then I watched a friend play part two because we would just rent games back in the day. So I never like owned it in, in any way. But it's a game that I experienced way back in the day that I just don't really remember. A whole lot except for the liquor in the window moment and and all sorts mm-hmm. of things like that. Like those are like kind of those key moments that you remember as a kid. And uh I think this I, I think the game is just super stunning and the PC port that recently got ray tracing. Um a ray tracing is a decent kind of um implementation on Capcom's part, but the they ended up releasing a non-ray tracing version to go back to DirectX 11 if you want the game to run better because apparently DX12 added like a lot of performance issues and going back to DX11 it it, it has just that really ugly sort of screen space reflection which is hard to explain but like when Leon's holding up his gun and you are pointing at a door and let's say the floor is tile and you see like really ugly lighting underneath his arm that's like Wherever you move, the light kind of follows wherever his arm is. It's like, ah, it's just so gross. So I decided to go for the ray tracing version, and it's a pretty decent implementation. It's super spooky. Um, It does really cool stuff with, like, just ambient light. And the tech side of stuff is, like, the reach for the moon engine is just on another level. 
It's not the Dude, RE engine. Everybody thinks it's the Resident Evil engine. It's not, Greg. You know, let's reach for the moon, Greg. I didn't know that, Andy. You just taught me something. Thank you. Imran taught yeah. me that. that Dude, it's RFTM. Mm-hmm. You just got to believe. You just got to believe. I, I've always been so impressed with the engine, and RE2 is my favorite use of it so far, I think, uh, in terms of visuals, because uh, being in the police department, like they're just having the reflections of all the the wetness. Everything's wet. Uh, so I can't even imagine how dope that would look with the RTX and all that stuff going. But like that, it's legitimately some of the scariest gaming moments I've had just because it looks so good and the way that like the water reflects and like you see the light kind of shimmering where it's like it's constant jump scares almost just because of the reflections in the water. Has that been messing with you andy it's super unsettling man like I, I, it doesn't really matter in what moments like if i the the 3d audio is so fucking awful to experience and i hate playing like i oh, hate yeah. playing scary games period i don't ever want to play them but playing them with 3d audio and having headphones on just adds to the experience because i'm just it's a 360 experience of just terrible little little creaks of wood happening and it's like was that in my actual apartment or is that like actually in the game it's so it, it's so immersive they did such a great job with the audio it's just um, been, but it's I, been me uh sneaking lulu into your room and just having her kind of like walk behind you just to mess i with figured you. i yeah. felt something to lick my leg i like her um <laughs> oh, no, the licking leg was me Oh, okay. Yeah, I also scragged into your into your room as well. Just, you know, just as a little roommate joke. You know? It's a bang up job. You did. <laughs> I don't know how you how you managed to get by. Um, the uh, I, I will say it. I totally understand why this game is just so you know highly regarded. I I think it's just really damn good with level design and um, kind of pacing you through and giving you. Um, like you're not ever experiencing a whole lot of just either dead moments or too many, you know, jump scare moments. It's like a really good balance. It just feels like a really damn good balance. Um, So yeah, shout out to Capcom. This game's going to go places. What's up, Les? Uh, Have you, have you uh, reached Mr. X yet? No, but uh, uh, let's just say Twitch chat is very excited for that to happen. I I assume you know the deal with Mr. X. Yes, I know this motherfucker chases me down nonstop. Okay. This that is, is going to be so good. I can't wait to watch this. Maybe single-handedly like the most scary shit that I've experienced in a video game. And I, I like a thing that I love and hate is when video games introduce new fears that I didn't under, I didn't realize that <laughs> you I didn't had. even know you had this phobia. <laughs> yeah, like Elden Ring did it with the hands where I was like, "Oh, it turns out I'm very afraid when hands are very big and very fast and have too many fingers." Uh Resident Evil 2 taught me that if you put me in the scenario where I am stuck in a space with a force that is chasing me and trying to kill me, and I can't kill that force. It is the scare. Like I don't know if you remember the TikToks about the snail. You know the snail that if it, like there's a if you you get uh, immortality and there's a snail that if it touches you, it's always chasing you. If it touches the old you, you'll Gavin Free meme. <laughs> the only is that a Gavin Free meme? Yeah, Gavin Free started that discussion on the Rooster Teeth podcast. <laughs> oh shit! Now you mention it, I remember listening to that podcast. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. But yeah, like that type of shit terrifies me like i hate the idea of just being constantly chased and like they always know where you're at and like i am not looking forward to the anxiety that that brings because um what's the over under on you actually finishing this game when that aspect is introduced because that is the only reason why i have not touched resident evil 2 remake it's i mean i i have to finish it It, it, it's for (laughs) charity i did it for charity i promised that i would 
play through it. I'll deliver a f-. and people were like, "Oh, Andy, you should play through his Claire on your first playthrough or <laughs> first playthrough." There's not going to be a second, everybody. Chill the fuck out. I'm playing one thing. I'm pl- I don't care about the rest of the story. I don't care. You need the true ending, dude. I do, I do, do not care ending. about this universe. Well, yeah, like, you got to like, play both of them. That, you, if you only play one of them, then that's half the game. That's, not, that's, that's half, only the game. half the game. You got to shove your head up your ass yeah, right now. Okay? And that's not how it works, Andy. That's how the game yeah. is. I, I, like, I, mean, I which don't know the full story. Huh? Which area? get the full story. Uh, I, I raised charity for urban arts, um, for the, getting like a underprivileged uh, kids from neighborhoods to like oh. get into coding and art uh, and stuff never mind. like that. You can't, you can't back out of that. I was, no, I can't back out. Yeah, no, I was no, no, say, no. If it was like climate change or something, it's like, well, it's already kids, done. you can't it's mess over. with the kids. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, but yeah, I think it's just such a brilliant game and it's gorgeous as hell. Um, and I am looking very forward to it being done in the next, I don't know, like five to six hours, depending on how long it takes me with the Mr. X stuff. Uh, I'm just very, very, very worried about it. I'm not looking forward to it. I, I love hearing you talk about this. It's so funny because it's like, it's so clear that you're like, oh man, the quality's there, but I fucking hate this thing. <laughs> like, oh, it's, yeah. so, <laughs> it's a miserable experience. Like I'm trying to laugh and joke through it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm just so envious of people who seek horrifying experiences as entertainment. I don't I will never get it. I will never understand that. I want to laugh. It fascinates like, me so much. Like how how big of a Bloodborne fan you are, because like, you know, playing through Resident Evil 2, Mr. X was fucking terrifying to me. And like there were jump scares and shit that scared me. But for the most part, like Resident Evil doesn't get to me as much. Uh, compared to like Bloodborne, where every moment in Bloodborne, like you you watch me play, right? Like I'm looking around every corner, I'm tiptoeing around, and I think there's probably also the added fear of there's legitimate difficulty where these guys will kill me and send me back to the last checkpoint, uh, and you'll have and, to re-experience it, and I'll have to re-experience sort of it yeah. all. And there's like spiders and creepy crawlies and all this shit that really fucks me, snakes. I, I like, think again of it, it's the the nature of the mechanics and fighting through things, and the I think it's the the corridor aspect of it's dark everywhere and I have a flashlight and what I'm hearing up ahead, I know is like waiting to, there's going to be a jump scare coming up somewhere. Cause they are not that there's not jump scares in, in bloodborne and like that. Like they deliberately have, ex, you know, moments like that. But I, it, it's the idea of like, I got way too confident with the amount of bullets I have. And by the time I knew it, I was out of bullets. And I was like, fuck, man, this is just I have like three shotgun shells. At one point, I had like 50 something uh, handgun bullets. And uh, by the way, this fucking hand. What are these zombies heads made out of? Why does it take eight (laughs) fucking headshots, dude? I don't get it. Dude, this is one of the things that drove me like the old days, old days. Where I'd shoot in the head, I'm like, I don't want to. Fuck this fucking, they're not playing zombie logic. I want to play a zombie game. Like I'm, dude, I'm fucking heads non goddamn stop. And like one time, I've had a critical headshot in the first two shots. Where like the second shot, I did it, the head exploded. I was like, oh, that was cool. And I haven't experienced that ever again. I don't dude, think. It's- I got, I got theories. I, th- I think they base zombie health on how much ammo you have. And so like if you're running, if you got three bullets, if you get two hit, two headshots, they'll explode on the second one. But if you have like seven bullets. It's gonna take you like five bullets to take that thing down. The goddamn liquor scared the hell out of me, and oh. I had the zombie dogs are so fast, and I'm just. But again, you know, I'm on mouse and keyboard. I'm fucking whipping my, sh- my fucking. I'm, I'm fucking moving my mouse. It's so good. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good stuff. Roger Perry, baby. It's a good game. Yeah. Uh, what about Overwatch Two? 
Uh, Overwatch 2 is back. It, the beta's out, and it's really, really fun. I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, aside from, like, they've just tuned a couple things, and they've released a couple of more maps with their new added changes. Also, uh, one of my favorite things is just to look at all of the new stylistic changes to every character has their new version 2 skin out. Um, like, they're... You know, you always have like your base skin and then all the other ones that you can download. But now they have the the version two skin for um, every character. And I just as a fan of art, it's just really, really dope to look at. But yeah, Overwatch is still good as hell. Really fun. Um, and I hope that they let more players in because the queue times have not been great. The, the big problem with it right now is like you can buy in to get into the beta if you don't already have access and it's $40 and with that $40, you get into the beta quicker. Obviously you have instant access. You also have the first battle pass for whenever the game comes out, but you won't have like a, a lot of people, including me were confused thinking that the $40 was you kind of pre buying the single player access whenever that does happen. No, you're basically getting like three skins right now. You're getting access to the battle pass whenever the game launches in October. Um, but for uh, so because of that, people are like, well, I'd rather just wait to see if I'll get a code to get into the beta instead of paying $40 because mm -hmm. I don't care about these skins. And all that does is make the queue times awful because it takes a long time to find a game because everybody wants to try out the new tanks and the new uh, damage player changes. And if you want to play support, you get into a game in three minutes. Anything else, you're in a game like seven or eight minutes. It just takes forever. So mm -hmm. I, I'm it's kind of annoying in that aspect. It's much changed since we played uh, about what a month or two ago. There's two new maps. Um, well, well, there's a, a brand new map that you didn't experience, haven't experienced. Um, and a couple of newer maps have been added to the rotation that have been tweaked and tuned visually, but they weren't there from the last beta. Um, because the last beta only had a certain pool of, of maps, so there's a couple new ones there, but some heroes got changed, and then there's that new tank, uh, Junker Queen, um, but be tall, muscular mommy. Um, she's great, oh, man. Can't she, she can't die, she's like in incredible. She's a I'm really, not, really I'm, good I'm hero. Happy to report, actually. I just checked my email, I, I, I'm in, I got the Overwatch 2 Ooh. beta code for, for PlayStation, Andy. She's in. He's in. He's in, yeah, everybody. He's in. Andy, so far, do you think that this could, like, break into your top five of the year? Well, when the multiplayer pops up, uh, probably not. Um, I think that would just be kind of unfair to a lot of the other games. Uh, I think after, I'd say around April, I was like, man, it's going to be a struggle to kind of build a top ten this year. And now it's been like... I keep on saying, wow, this is probably a top 10 for me. And then I look at what I've played. I'd be like, fuck, I don't actually don't know. There's been a lot of really good, small gaming experiences that I've had that um, it's making things a bit more difficult. So I'm really stoked to like finally when we get to the end of the year conversation, see what actually ends up there. But I don't even know if if it would make top 10. Mm -hmm. And what like. Would it wow. be? I'm only saying that as somebody that like wants to give the other Is games a chance because like I've been playing Overwatch my whole life and I think it's the best <laughs> multiplayer game I've ever played. Like I don't I don't think I think it would be unfair to put it. Lump How it long in you been playing list. Overwatch? My whole life, dude. <laughs> whole life. Since Damn, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. See the, the struggle I have with it because like I'm in a similar place where like Overwatch I think is one of the best multiplayer games ever. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for Overwatch two for like 
you know, like I I've been very like highly anticipating Your whole it, life. but for my whole life, yeah. Uh but like the version that's coming out this fall, that's just the early access version, right? Like it's not gonna be until maybe next year where they add uh, in single player and it's one Well well, October is the official one vanilla launch of oh, multiplayer really? for Overwatch oh, 2. Okay. Multiplayer is officially October. Um the everything that you're experiencing right now is like the 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 betas and all that sort of stuff. October is like the official 1.0 launch, and then single player is going to drop in 2023. Interesting. Andy, you're saying that uh, there's a lot of other games you've been playing that you think might make that top 10. Is Young Souls one of them? Young Souls might be one of them. Um, you all heard me like being a little a little whiny baby, complaining about the gameplay in TMNT Shadows Revenge and how it just kind of felt old and dated to me. This is a young souls is a 3d brawler with, I think one of the coolest art styles I've ever experienced in a game. And it is really cleverly written and funny. And it is a 3d type brawler, like a 2.5 D type brawler, um, beat em up type game. But, but it's, it's it got action. It's got action RPG to it too. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. And, and it also just a couple weeks ago when I was looking for an RPG to play, uh, I went on Game Pass and this is there. And I played like a I don't know, only 30 minutes or so of it. And I was like, oh, OK, this is cool. It's not what I want right now. But I, I, I understood why it popped up. And then when I tweeted about wanting an RPG, a bunch of people recommended it. Yeah, it, it was just one of those that I'd had downloaded on my Xbox for a while. And I kind of never went back to it or I never even started it up. And I decided to just on a whim, like at two in the morning like oh, let me just start this up see what's up and the writing is really engaging the characters are super fun and witty and hilarious um it's the you play a, a twin brother and sister that um you're it starts off like in the present and then you kind of go back to the past to see exactly how you got to where you're at but it's a 2d brawler with a lot of rpg elements um but it just feels modern and fast. And is that because it has a parry? That might be why. I mean, it just it feels a little bit better. But it's also just a a faster moving type thing. I think the boss fights are more interesting. It's I think it's easier to know when an attack is hitting you as opposed to like other 2D type beat em ups. Um, I've, uh, the bo- a couple of boss fights I've had so far have just been really engaging and fun to figure out the rhythm and exactly what you need to combat them. It's got great accessibility options. It has like every setting you can want um, in terms of like lower the enemy speed, uh, attack speed or quicken your speed or uh, lower enemy health or do your stamina bar is like, you know, negate to or whatever. It's just really, really fun. Um, and I am just surprisingly pretty into the story. And I think a lot of that just because the writing's so engaging. So check out Young Souls it's on Game Pass. Um, I, I immediately like I I fell in love with it, so I just, I want to keep on playing it and beat it. Sick, that yeah, Game Pass. That's that looks great too. Yeah. Um, you you wanted to tell a quick story about the cycle, Andy. I did. I wanted to tell a quick story about the cycle because I talked about the cycle a couple weeks ago, and I told uh, Greg what the cycle was and blessing as well. And Barrett's gonna learn about the cycle right now. It is a friendly cartoon sounds like the opening to a cult <laughs> it's a friendly cartoony looking version of escape from tarkov it is extraction based shooting it's pve slash pvp um and it is surprisingly pretty deep uh it's free it's free to play on epic um you 
it's a game that I saw Shroud playing for a while, and I was like, what is this? This looks really kind of weird and interesting. And then I realized that it seems like, oh, it's a little less of a hardcore version of Escape from Tarkov. And Tarkov is a game that always just kind of scared me, and I, I never really wanted to hop in because of... It just seems really intimidating and daunting to learn everything. But the way this game works is you uh, are... You have this sort of home base area, and... Um, you have all these missions that people give you back at the home base. And then you eventually go down to the planet and you might be asked to mine for some minerals or find a couple of items. And while you're doing that, other players might be doing stuff too, or other players might be trying to kill you and ruin your life and ruin your experience. Right. Cool. cool. Um, but uh, I played solo quite a bit over the weekend and um, the, the play, the strategy is to like go into these, to the world because I just want to do submissions. I'm not trying to fuck up with people. I'm not trying to fuck with people. Mostly because I'm. Uh, it's likely that they have a squad with them, right? Uh, and when me and Nick and Mike played, we ex- we noticed that as long as you communicate and say like, "Hey, don't shoot me, man. I'm just doing this." People won't shoot you. And even uh, Mike. Mike completely like stabs and dude in the back. I felt really bad about it. Mike was like, he was acting like, no, friendly, friendly. I just got this and that. And Mike just, worst. he just shotgunned him right in the face. Like, it, 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 he was just like, I got him. And Mike was like, well, you guys, we can't be trusting people. I was like, look, nobody's right. trying to screw us over. He's you know? right, though. You can't be trusting people. I mean, uh, again, the only people who have ever shot at us are the people that don't talk or communicate on the push to talk. And I had a lovely experience with a lot of different people. Like, at one point, I'm just trying to run an extract because I've got what I need. And I get a couple, I get a hit by a couple of bullets and I just hide. And I'm like, no, 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 please don't shoot. Please don't shoot. I'm just trying to leave. I just got my thing. And he was like, okay, well, don't go that way. And I was like, what's over there? And he goes, a couple of squads and they are really kitted. So go around them. And I was like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. He's all right. Yeah, good luck. And for the most part, if you communicate, people are cool and chill. And I had a lovely experience uh, with my new best friend. His name is uh, Angel, and I'm playing, and I'm like trying to sneak, and I need to get, and I only have a pistol. the The strat is go into an area with like, don't really kit yourself out because you don't want to lose your shit. And so I just drop into a world with a pistol. And I'm just sneaking because I know there's there's some people around. All I got to do is kill a couple of shitty aliens, and I Welcome. get shot a couple times. And I was like, no, oh, please don't, please, please, please. I'm just trying to. And the guy was like. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you need a do you need a bandage or or a med kit? And I was like, uh, no, I I got some I got some uh you know little stim stims or whatever. He's like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. Um, if you need to kill aliens, there's some over here. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. And so we just started hanging. I was like, what's your name? And he's like, uh, Angel. Uh, but it, it's Angel. And I was like, oh, okay, Angel. Where are you from? He's like, I'm from Chihuahua in Mexico. And he was just the loveliest fucking dude. So shout out to Angel. Oh, yeah. I don't know where you are. I'm so sad that we got separated at one point. Like it broke my. I wanted to become your friend. You Angel! know. <laughs> I hope he didn't die. I hope he still. I hope he lived that round. Because then somebody else near the end called in an extraction ship. And sometimes Tim, people call in extraction ships as bait. Uh oh. You call an extraction ship and you wait to see like, is anybody gonna go in there? And I saw an extraction ship come down. I thought it was Angel. I was like, hey, Angel, is that your extraction ship? And another voice is like, yeah. 
this that's not angel <laughs> this is not the angel this is the devil oh, Tim. this no. is the devil and so I, I and then so i saw the dude and then at the last second i just ran jumped on the ship and i extracted and i was safe but i know that that dude was gonna try to fucking kill me i know it uh but angel if you're out there i love you big dog many blessings to you and your family he was just a lovely dude he was so so kind and so sweet willing to like just give me whatever I needed. And yeah, it was just a lovely guy. I love how much uh, Andy's a social butterfly in the cycle, <laughs> but like won't leave his house for like anything. in the cycle. That's it, awesome. It's just, I don't know. It just reminds me of like some of my funner times playing DayZ where like there's no other games that can give me these experiences that are so unique. And like everything else, it's either, you know, Oh, I'm fucking carrying the team, bitch. Why? What? You know, fucking mm-hmm. pick up the slack. It's just always like multiplayer shit talking. But in moments like these, like there were several moments where people were gonna try to be aggressive, or I would walk into an area and I'm sneaking, and a guy heard me and he's like, "I just hear on the mic, uh, are we gonna are we gonna shoot each other or what are we gonna do here?" And I was like, "And you're like, all I have is a shitty goddamn pistol. Right, we are." I was like, "I just got a shitty pistol. I'm not trying to do anything." He was like, "All right, man. Good luck." And he just left. So it's like, cool. It's so fucking cool, man. And I know that's why everybody loves Escape from Tarkov. And people are going to be like, Andy, just played Tarkov. But I'm having fun with the cycle. Again, it's free to play. I'm having a blast with it. And leveling up is really fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an absolute blast. Hell yeah. Now, Greg, I want to I wanna end the show with you. Hi. With a new segment. A podcast within the podcast I like to call What's on Deck. Andy. Hit the jingle. Um, oh, man. Tim, you sure mm-hmm. are right about that. Mm-hmm. I have a jingle. I'm glad you asked. I do have a jingle where I wrote the... Let me get my lyric sheet out once. I was dancing. Uh, my deck was dancing because I thought we'd be... I thought we'd be to the... Look at that. Bless. I can see my reflection of my deck and your... And your. Can you all... Oh, wait, hold on. Awesome. Can, can you... Keep let going. me know if you all hear this Whoa. real quick. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. No. No? Shit? Oh, fuck. God damn it. Okay. Never mind. Well, I'm just going to... I'm just going to see it then. Do you do you know what's next? Here's what's on deck. Welcome back to what's on deck where Greg and Bless tell us what's going on with their Steam Deck. Hopefully soon, within days, Barrett will be joining the illustrious ranks of them. I was what is up with that, Barrett? Co- I saw you tweeting today. Is it lost? I was on a roller coaster because I've been getting I, I think my, my Steam Deck was like uh like round shipped. Because I saw like getting updates of just like going through all of the different states in between California and where it originated, um, and so I think it was like yesterday. It was a- apparently in the Bay Area, uh, or maybe like uh, late last night. It was in the Bay Area, and then earlier a couple hours ago, it was like, oh, there's a weather delay on your Steam Deck, and it's like it's in the Bay Area. It's got it's going to be on a truck. What's the weather delay? It's gonna be very nice and sunny for the, like the next week. What what is happening? But now that I see it, it's saying it's still on time for tomorrow, um, okay. and that there is no weather delay anymore. So the weather was canceled. So it's not delaying anything. It's about time somebody canceled the weather. Exactly. I've said long the weather's been around for too long. Personally, Barry, this thing's. Gonna Did you hear the music life. there, real quick? By the way, yeah. No. Okay, okay, here, here we go. Let's redo it, everybody. The next segment. Uh, what? Um, what's on what's deck? What's on deck? Do you know what's next? Let's see. Fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> what is on deck? There it is. That Whatever you just played sounds like the music they replaced in Sonic Origins. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Miller, what's going on with your Steam Deck? 
Tim, what's going on with my Steam Deck is whatever you want can go on Steam Deck. <laughs> All right? This guy fucking discovered ROMs for the first time. <laughs> Did you guys know that every video game ever is available online illegally? <laughs> if you want to go and get an emulator? I didn't know this, but it turns out you can just, uh, you know, why even, you don't have to dig out an N64. Look at that, it's WWF No Mercy running right there. You know what I mean? I'm so happy for him. That's the Millennium Man and Chris Jericho. People talk about right game here. preservation. You can just get any game whenever. And that's the thing. Why is everybody <laughs> bitching about game preservation? Don't worry about it. It's all on the internet for free. It's great. Are you kidding me right there? Uh, so, no, honestly, what's been happening with the deck is that uh, I played uh, a good amount of Escape Academy on it. Uh, I don't fully understand the whole like getting your game steam deck verified thing or whatever uh this i know it's so early my escape academy pops up and is very much like well i don't know what the, the steam deck's like i don't know what the hell this thing's all about or whatever um i was able to play part of it on there and then at one point it got weird and i had to reinstall it and it did that but then what i started doing because it kept getting weird and it clearly wasn't meant to be played on steam deck yet i don't know you know how it is for a review of are you using a beta branch or this that or the other it's not the final copy of the game a lot of times yada 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 but what I was doing when I got into that uh, place of, okay, cool, it doesn't run on the Steam Deck in its current form and whatever review code I have for it. What I was doing with Escape Academy was uh, streaming it from the other PC to uh, my thing, because obviously Steam, you know, is, I don't know if you know this either. Uh, first off, Andy, did you know that, like, uh, when you play a Steam game, it will just auto-upload your save. And so then you can play it on any computer you want yeah. or any machine you want, and it's right there. It's fucking, it's the it's future pretty great yeah it's that's an awesome stuff. addition that the steam deck invented when it brought it around to pc gaming because that was as a playstation player i was pretty fucking impressed with that you know what i mean that i didn't have to go in there manually upload it or what it was great yeah. um but no, I, I was doing a lot of remote play with it uh through steam or whatever and uh playing it that way and it was running you know again escape academy not a twitch first person shooter or anything like that so I, it was flawless in terms of what it needed to do and how it was. So it was a great experience of like, you know, last night we went and saw Ron Funches and Nick perform at Cobbs. Uh, you know, our nanny stayed uh, late to take care of Ben and then just stayed over because it's easier for her to stay here. So it was like, you know, I got home and she was sleeping down here in like the uh, uh, entertainment area. So I just played, uh, you know, streaming it from my computer up to the Steam Deck on the couch upstairs and it was just running great. It's a great experience. And then it's this weird thing where, a bunch of different games are coming in for review right now, and several of them I've requested to get Steam or Steam code so I could play it on the Steam Deck or try them that way and run around with it. And you know, it's various levels of which ones I'm choosing and why. I'm on the road a lot coming up here in a little bit, let alone for smaller games that I know aren't going to need the big screen or whatever. It's just been a great experience having it over here and stuff. So I can't talk about those, which has been a weird place. I can tell you, of course, that yes, don't worry, WWF No Mercy works on it, and that's fun. That's Did you just cool. Win a match while you were talking. No, actually, I did. Chris Jericho beat Taz while I was talking. He just—it was pretty easy because Taz wasn't putting up any fight because I—I I had Taz. I was going to beat Taz, but I was just—you know—doing it to show you that it works or whatever. That you can play. Old games so happy, everybody. <laughs> how's, Very, how's Ghostbusters? Good. You know, it's I—it's I, another one of those like. Honestly, I'm—I personally am impressed that how much of the new new games I'm playing on Steam, uh, Steam Deck. Because it was like I originally thought, yeah, I'll get you know some emulation. Emulation, I'll play uh, Ghostbusters on it. When I first got the Steam Deck and unpacked it, I played like an hour of Ghostbusters or whatever, and then I was like, oh, I want to stream it, and I haven't. We haven't done that yet, so I really haven't doubled back to it. So again, like I told you about, like you know, don't forget that the Master System had like that D pad that was all connected, so it was very much mm -hmm. like rounding the edges and stuff. So you got to like play the northeast and the southwest when you're doing it on the thing, rather than left, right, or whatever. Uh, but in general, like 
there's a bunch of stuff on here that I am stoked that I can't talk about, and I'm excited to play on the plane. That isn't like the normal stuff that I would be reviewing. And I think that's because, uh, again, I have the PlayStation Vita 2 in my hands, and so I can just take any game where oh, I want yeah. with me now. That's oh, awesome, yeah. man. We will definitely have to stay tuned here on Gamescast with more What's on Deck updates from you guys. Uh, Tim, can I give like a quick What's on oh, Deck update? Of course you I can. Just, I, just, I just want to read to you because I well, feel let like... Me, let me intro really you real quick, you. Bless. Let me oh, intro you real quick. <clears throat> let me get the lyrics out real quick. <laughs> Do you know what's next? Here's What's on Deck. Nailed it. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Uh, no, Tim, I just wanted to read you read to you the last eight games that I booted up on my Steam Deck, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flying Dragon for the N64. Okay. Fighter's Destiny for the N64. That's not oh, a real game. Wow. Fighting Force for the Nintendo 64. I went on a journey. You need to be let me stopped. Tell you. I went on a Do journey. the apps. Pokemon Stadium 2 for the Nintendo 64. I was specifically Gym Leader Castle. Uh, Cult of the so Lamb. Good. The, oh, the, I can't wait for Call of the Lamb. Yeah, that was through the, the preview build. Uh, yeah. Sonic Advance for Game Boy Advance. Okay, underrated. Very underrated. And going back to it, because I, I picked it up because I'm playing Sonic Origins. I was like, yeah, let me play some of the Sonic Advance. Sonic Advance 3, which I had never played. Uh-huh. It's a very fascinating video game. Let me tell yeah. you, that was not what I expected Sonic Advance 3 to be. Yeah, and then, Sonic Advance 2, not so good. I have downloaded the demo for Exodiac. The Star Fox looking yeah. Oh. Fuck yeah, you did. That's what I've been up to. Myself. I can't wait for that game to come out, man. I played that those first levels so many damn times now. That's good, though. And also, I want everyone to understand that a little over an hour ago, I slacked Andy and literally just said, what's on deck? Come up with the theme song. <laughs> and he did that. He did that. We got a talent here, everyone. We got a talent. Greg Bless, uh, I hope to join you. That was those next. That was on deck. Very <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome you with open arms. Yeah, I hope. I, I'm. I'm the first thing I've decided because you, you know maybe maybe I have uh, emulators ready to to go for this thing. Uh, you know maybe I'm looking at workarounds for you know uh, Steam games to actually get them working on the deck because like not every thing that's verified like works completely out of the box stuff like that. But I decided that the first thing I want to boot up on the Steam Deck because no none of us have talked about it here is um, Aperture uh, Desktop. Because I want to play that. Ooh, I, hear that's I think really... I did. I talked about that a little bit. Okay. A while ago. I know Burn. it's like only like a 30 minute thing, but I just want to, you know, get a little bit more experience of the, uh, you know, portal. Um, it's really neat. Yeah. You're going to uh, like it. Universe. Hell yeah. Well, y'all, that's been the Games Cast. We're about to do the Patreon exclusive post show. What's that? It's time for Bless Who. Kind of beauty. I'm going to win. No, it's not. I'm going to win. Bye. <laughs>